Oh, what's up, smarty people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Smarter? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. <laughs> also, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Now, on with the show. Today on the program, the origin stories behind eight popular idioms, according to interestingfacts.com. You know, idioms are short phrases that often make no literal sense, but are nonetheless usually understood by the naive speakers of the language. They can be quirky, playful, and sometimes even strange. But the most charming thing about them is their specificity specificity <laughs> i'm not editing anything of culture like an inside joke shared by millions someone still learning english might be baffled to hear that they've been let off the hook though almost anyone raised in an english-speaking community would understand the meaning over time the original context of the phrase is usually lost but the words find new meaning in their idiomatic form Take, for instance, being let off the hook, dating back to the 18th century. The phrase evokes the image of a worm on the end of a fishing line. If it can wiggle itself off the hook and avoid being eaten by a fish. Likewise, a child caught stealing a cookie might beg and plead themselves out of being reprimanded, thereby letting themselves off the hook. Here are a little known origin stories behind eight other common English idioms. Are you ready? <laughs> Number one, wear your heart on your sleeve. To wear your heart on your sleeve is to be honest and open about your feelings. The phrase is generally believed to have originated in the Middle Ages. It was a custom then for jousting knights to wear some sort of insignia on their arm that indicated the ladies for whom they were hoping to triumph, thus proclaiming their love to the world. <laughs> Number two. Pardon my French. In England, in the early 1800s, people would beg pardon for using French words in conversation. For forgiveness was requested in these instances because most people did not speak French. And furthermore, the Napoleonic Wars had left a residue of animosity between the two countries. By the mid-1800s, the phrase had evolved to refer to swear words specifically. It's worth noting that the Cambridge Dictionary defines the idiom as something to be said when pretending to be sorry for offensive language. <laughs> How about that? Number three. The best thing since sliced bread in 1928 when inventor Otto Frederick Rode Rowetter. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
of Davenport, Iowa, first released his bread loaf slicing invention. The advertisement claimed it was the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. Riffing on the theme, customers began to compare all later inventions to his, and the modern idiom evolved from there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Number four. With flying colors. The idi this idiom dates back to the age of exploration, the period when European explorers first set off across the seas. If a captain had been successful in his venture, he would order his crew to fly their country's flag or colors to announce their victory before arriving back to the at the home port. Originally, the phrase with flying colors simply meant a mission that had been completed without disaster. But over the centuries, the idiom came to signify great success. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Number five, the apple of my eye. To be the apple of someone's eye is to be their most adored companion. But where, what exactly is an eye apple? The idiom is one of the oldest in the English language, traced back to the ninth century. Back then, it was assumed that the pupil of the eye was a round, solid object, and it was often compared to an apple, as apples were commonly known round object. The delicate nature of sight and its tendency to fade with age made vision precious, and over the years, the phrase apple of my eye came to be used in reference to anything or anyone a person held dear. That's beautiful. That's just beautiful. Number six, head over heels. If one stops to think about it, being head over heels is actually how most humans spend their days. So how did this common everyday state of being come to signify romance? In the 1300s, the phrase head over heels was used more literally to describe someone tumbling through a handstand or a cartwheel. But by the 1800s, writers had begun to use the phrase idiomatically to describe someone who had fallen hopelessly in love. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> oh, I like these so much. Number seven, buttering up. To butter someone up is to beguile them or to lavish them with praise to get what you want. The <laughs> Sounds like my wife. Hmm. <laughs> The idiom evolved from the very literal buttering that takes place as part of the Hindu tradition of throwing balls of clarified butter called ghee at the sta statues of deities. In exchange for the offering, it was thought that buttered up gods would re reward the faithful with a good harvest. I like that. <laughs> Give something to get something. All right. All right. That makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> Number eight. Cutting the mustard. There is much speculation regarding the origin of this idiom, but the most reputable sources trace its usage from the late 1600s when the phrase keen as mustard was used to describe someone of high standards combined with cutting, which is often used in place of exhibiting. <laughs> Think of cutting a fine figure. Think cutting a fine figure, and you get the modern idiom equivalent of exhibiting high standards. I like that. I like that so much. 
That's eight idioms and the, their origins, just a little bit more. <laughs> I like learning stuff. And uh, you can learn along with me. Like, subscribe, share, do all the things. Comment, you know, give me an idea. What would you like to learn more about? I mean, shoot, instead of you reading it, I'll read it. And you can learn while you're on the go. Also, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. That's it for me. It's KeysDanRadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.